Podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, happy Wednesday, good people. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. Hey, y'all. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen in to this podcast. Number one, I thank you for the extra clicks that you had to take or to undergo to get here just to tune in. And number two, I I just want to just spread a little good vibes, love and happiness your way as we get started together. So again, I'm grateful that you joined. And number two, just sprinkling in a little fairy dust and magic your way just because. Yep. Shout out to Greens 8 Deuce Delon for the inspirational video shared this week to get us jump started into the week. Good people, if you have more of those to share, we're a community of people leaning in. Please share those. I'll just turn around and shoot it right back out and shout you out because you shared the inspiration to the community of listeners. Thank you so much, Delon. I am so happy to hear that you're leaning in all the way from New York. I appreciate you. Much love to you. And keep sending in the good footage. Hearts up. Um, Happy day after Giving Tuesday. Did you uh, find a local organization to support, like a nonprofit in your area? You know, um, maybe something more on the national scale, like Shriners or St. Jude or... NAACP, like, did you, did you, did you support, you know, there's a lot of nonprofits out there doing some amazing work and y'all like funding is tight because of the, you know, funding for coronavirus relief efforts and all those things and disaster relief efforts and emergency assistance funds, like it's getting tight for nonprofits who are out there trying to do the work. So, you know, it's never too late to give, just throwing that little nugget out there. Also, happy Hanukkah for those of you who celebrate, who may be tuning in. Um, The season of Hanukkah is starting a little bit early this year. That's just how the calendar fell. Usually it falls like a week or two before Christmas, Um, but this year it seems like pretty early. So happy Hanukkah. If you have any friends who celebrate, make sure you share that love with them. Start a Saturday. Now, first things first, right? How's your Thanksgiving? This time last week, right? Like Thursday of last week, how was your Thanksgiving? Was it, was it relaxing? Did you get to kick back and watch a little bit of football or the Macy's Day Parade if you were up that early or, you know, did you have your favorite dish? Like, okay, I've got to ask, what dish had you ready to just go all the way in? Like, you know, that one dish that, you know, you just like, you don't touch any other food on the plate before you take a bite of that, <laughs> that item. What dish was it? Come on. I know, I know you have like that favorite dish you are either hoping for or that like, you know, somebody in your family makes and you were just wishing that you could have it. Like, what's that dish? What is it? Okay, I'll go first. Mine. So my mom looks forward to my sweet potato, um, sweet potato casserole 
And I look forward to her mac and cheese, big baby. Like I'm, I get so excited about the mac and cheese. Um, we didn't get sweet potato pie this year like we usually do, but we did get freshly baked apple pie. And when I say that was banging, like y'all, I can't, uh, as the kids tell me, it was bussin' bussin'. Yes, I said it. Don't laugh. It was bussin' bussin' for real. Like not one bussin', two. <laughs> no, you don't know what I'm talking about. Like just go talk to your youth. They'll tell you. Um, so this baked apple pie, I made it from a recipe, but it's somebody's like big mama, like grandma, like big grandma's recipe. Like it was in the family for ages and ages and ages. It was a secret Loctite recipe. Nobody could get this recipe. Nobody knew what the magic or the secret sauce was because big Ma held it on lockdown for so long. I don't know if that's really the story y'all, but that's how good this apple pie is. Like it shouldn't have been let out. So it is the best, like it is fire. It, I kid you not, it's the best fresh pie that I've ever had. And no offense to my, to my mama or grandmama or anybody who makes delicious pies. I just, I haven't wanted sweets the way I want this pie. So I have to just send out a huge shout out. Thank you, mystery myth lady for dropping your million dollar grandmother's recipe, secret recipe that like Coca-Cola lockdown, you cannot get in type recipe for someone like me to just pick it up and show off my show off at my food functions. Like I was the one who did it. No, I give credit to the grandma, but you know, it seems weird. Like this is somebody else's grandma's recipe. It's great. Like it doesn't even sound appetizing when you do it like that. So thank you. I'll let that one sit right there. But yes, like, I hope you guys had a chance to get excited about food like that. Cause I just went in for a little bit. How about this? Did you, did you try something new this Thanksgiving? Did you try like a new dish or, um, you know, try cooking a new recipe or maybe you tried to cook the same old recipe, but put a little extra something in it. Did you do that? Okay. I'll go first again. I did. I prepared a whole young chicken instead of like ham, right? Cause I've been trying to stay away from red meat and pork lately. And so I prepared a whole young chicken instead of ham and my mom cooked the turkey. And so the chicken, it, it wasn't too bad. I was a little weirded out. Like, you know, a whole young chicken is hard to prepare those. Um, I was a little weirded out, but once the seasonings and spices all cooked in, it was actually pretty flavorful. I'm not going to lie though. I didn't cook it all the way through, which turned me off a little bit. Um, so I had to recook it so that it would be edible for, for us to eat and not make anyone sick. So I'm still going to work on that one because it's good. If I can get that just right, like, um, the cooking time, right. So that the top isn't burning, but the inside is done and all that backwash. Um, 
I'm going to continue to work on that one because from what I did taste, it was pretty darn good. So I need a little improvement on that one, but I'm not going to let it stop me from trying again. <laughs> right? So there you go. So here, two things, right? Two things as we move into this week, right? Just coming off of what I shared with you from that fresh whole chicken, when was the last time, here's my question to you, when was the last time you gave yourself credit for what you did do? But then in all honesty and openly said that you could use improvement on that thing. Like, and I don't mean like the self-critique, I'm hard on myself more than everybody else. And I, that type of deal where you're taking a super critical eye to yourself and you're just busting yourself down because you know you can do better. No, not that way. But just like from a holistic perspective, like you really acknowledge to yourself that you did a good job and you really encouraged yourself of, of, of the improvements that you can still willfully make, right? I'll let that sink in. And then the second thing that I have for you this week is, are you, like I was talking about all that Thanksgiving stuff, are you still wondering how I'm talking about all that Thanksgiving stuff? And I just shared with you last week that I came down with COVID. Okay, I'm gonna break it down for you because you're probably like, huh, what's going on over there? And I promise it's not as bad as it seems, but you know, since this whole pandemic started, you know, I've been very generous with my home and my parents and making sure that they're okay because they're elder. Um, and then I have my, my son. And so I'm going to just go ahead and say, mind your business. If you're wondering that, right? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Um, but you're right. Good people. Like if you were thinking about the Thanksgiving and the cooking and the quarantine and the COVID and all that, I was in quarantine last week and my parents were with me, you know, I've, I've taken them under my wing since the pandemic started. Um, and so they were with me and, uh, we kept distance and isolated accordingly. So there wasn't a problem there. Uh, my parents were tested twice and there was, their results and reports came back negative. Thank God, you know? Um, so please don't come for me. I tried to tell them to stay out. Like, Go out and stay out. But I guess you can't tell your parents nothing when it comes to their kids. And in that case, it'd be me. And so I feel that because check this out, y'all. When the Department of Health called um, after my positive reporting status, the health lady asked me like a million questions. And she told me that I couldn't be around my son during isolation. And in my mind, I was like, oh, uh-uh. But Outwardly, I said, okay, thank you. But but again, in my mind, I was like, she, no, she not about to tell me that I can't hug my son and we're isolating together. Like, I'm not going to stop hugging my son if he's not feeling good. Um, and we're in isolation together. So call it what you want, but I can understand the feeling of not being told as a parent that you can't be around your kids. So I'm not even tripping that my parents were like, I was tripping real hard. Y'all don't understand, but you know, at, at some point you got to let it go. And that's what I did. So then what about the food, right? Well, I did practice food safety rules. So don't, so, so calm down. Um, and I was actually waiting for my smell and my taste, like to not be available or present. 
but they were still there. And I was so grateful because how can you cook all that amazing food and not be able to taste it or smell it? Um, so I continued while I was in quarantine, I continued to cook up a storm and ultimately eat. So I probably gained a few since being on lockdown, but that's all right. I'm going I'm to I'm do what I need to do. Uh, because y'all know I can kind of throw down when it comes down to food. I like, I kind of secretly really love to eat. So, um, back to the question, good people, right? Cause I'll get sidetracked about food. Um, back to the question though, for this week, when was the last time you gave yourself credit for what you did do? But then in all honesty and, and openly like said that you could use improvement, like without a harsh judgmental eye towards yourself. Now, I really want you to think, like, I I asked it and let it breathe for a little bit, but I really want you to think, like, when was the last time you said you needed improvement but did not have that super critical eye from a place of, like, this is what I really want to do and I don't need some random act of God to happen to make it come to life or to make it come true. Like, good people, we we are preparing for a new year. And so my question is, what's your game plan? Like, are you willfully doing one thing and in the same breath, wishing in your head something totally different? So if that's a yes, then what's your game plan? Like, what are you going to do to make that wish that you're wishing for at the same time you are willingly doing something else? What's your game plan? Y'all, because... Just because a new year is on the horizon for us or on the sneak up, because how many of you guys blinked and it's already December? Oh, me. Uh, But just because a new year is on the horizon doesn't mean that you radically, like the things that you want to have happen are just going to magically show up because we all know that that's not how it works. Now there is a quote, there's a quote, it says this, Um, there is in the worst of fortune, the best of chances for a happy change. And that was by Euripides. You're a who? Euripides. Euripides is an ancient Greek playwright who wrote those same words in his tragedy, Iphigenia and Taurus. And the story is about a woman who was, uh, you know, forced in the servitude, uh, to the God, to the goddess Artemis at the temple of Artemis while her family was back home and just straight on struggle bus. Right. So if a genius misfortunes that you read it in the story, they don't necessarily represent like what we go through today, but it is still tr- very transient. Like you could still apply it. Euripides, the playwright, he reminds us that even in our worst circumstances, our worst circumstances can still hold the possibility of good. Even in the things that you currently do versus the things that you wish for, there's still opportunity to find a pathway for change. If that's what you want for yourself and your way of life. And so you take that quote, there is in the worst of fortune, the best changes for happy change. 
So don't think I'm going to let you off on the hook, good people, because we're going into the holidays and, you know, this, these are hashtag all the feels and, and, and it's, uh, it's supposed to be a lighter season of life, even though it's a little more stressful. I'm not going to let you off the hook without starting the thinking around that game plan. Because it's serious out here. We're still in a pandemic. We're still amongst some very troubling situations ahead on the horizon. You know, and your life isn't just going to slow down just because you have a game plan ready. If you're like, yep, got my game plan ready. That doesn't mean life is going to slow down just because you have it. See, good people, the real problem is walking into 2022 without a game plan. And still wishing for better outcomes for your life. That's for real. And I have, so, you know, to paint this up and try to put a bow on it, I'm going to attempt to like give an example here, Uh, especially since I spoke of it earlier and I can just simply use it again because, you know, like it just, it makes sense. So one thing I like to do good people, I like to cook. I like cooking because uh, for me, it's like, it's therapeutic, it's satisfying. It gives you a chance to like, you know, test your cooking skill level, your ability to follow instructions, your ability to create, and your ability to see a process through from start to finish, finish being in your belly and you're chilling, right? (laughs) Or just looking at it because, you know, sometimes you don't want to eat the food you cook. Um, but when I cook, I am actively testing my aptitude for measuring, combining ingredients well and timely and watching it go from a raw product to a finished product. It is so rewarding aside from the fact that it's very satisfying. And so what's the point you might ask? Well, here it is. You can have a game plan or a recipe You can have your game plan or just simply ingredients. Yet, good people, just because your mixing bowl is smaller than everyone else's or not as top quality as other cookers or not working with the same top of the line ingredients or instruments or cooking utensils, it does not mean that you are not at the capacity to produce a five-star product. But at a minimum, you need a game plan. If not a full recipe, then maybe you just need the ingredients so that you can make your version of the recipe a success. And see, good people, I say that is it because it's interesting, right? I've listened to many like chefs or culinary artists uh, being interviewed. I've read stories about them. I've listened to them. I've watched shows. And many of those culinary artists interviewed said one of the most important things you can do as a cook or being in the kitchen is to make sure you have a really sharp set of knives. I'm like, oh, that's odd. I thought they would say like, make sure your ingredients are fresh or, you know, make sure that you have like correct temperatures. And I'm sure all of those things are still important parts of the process, but sharp knives. And they said, because if nothing else, it will provide quality cuts of your food. So let's dig a little deeper here, right? When you are using a dull knife, a dull instrument, 
you may end up damaging the cells in your food. So when slicing like delicate produce, a sharp knife will ensure that your food stays fresher longer and maintains its physical integrity. Who knew, right? Uh, Just think about trying to slice like a tomato, like very sensitive. When your knife is dull, you end up crushing the tomato. When, and you, they simply said you accelerate the discoloration and the wilting of the actual um, tomato. Crazy, right? Who knew? However, a sharp knife can ensure that it slices accurately and safety is it makes the food prep easier and is safer because it won't slip and hurt you. Uh, a dull knife can actually slip because it lacks attraction and, and making it easier for you to hurt yourself. Whereas a sharp knife gives you more control. A sharp instrument gives you more control over what your blade is doing and can even elevate your knife technique. Who knew that was even a thing? So they went on to say that, you know, again, a sharp knife gives more control, can preserve the food, can make precision cuts, etc. So enough about the knives, right? Because how do we relate this to real life? Your game plan as we move into 2022 should be loaded with the right ingredients, even if you don't have a recipe. Your game plan should not be measured on what tools you don't have but rather if the tools you do have are sharp and they're doing their job well. Your game plan for 2022 should be filled with the disposition that my past does not have to reflect my future. And most importantly, if I think a game plan doesn't work, then try to make a resolution instead. What? Why are you laughing? No, for real. Why are you laughing? Because you know the irony behind a resolution unkept. At least with a recipe or ingredients, you will either do one of two things. You will either make an outstanding recipe or you discover one. It will either be one you don't like or one that needs improvement or one that you do like, right? You'll, you'll discover something, right? even if you're not working from the top of the line tools. Stay encouraged, good people, right? The holidays do have a tendency to bring about reflection in ways that will have you in all the feels in one breath and challenging every belief that you have about everything in the other. I I jumpstart this season as we go into this holiday season by saying that you are enough. No one should demand more of you or more from you than for you to just be the best version of yourself that you can be. Improvement from the least critical eye possible, right? As we move into this holiday season, we know that the hustle will be upon us, but we have to still set our sights on what's ahead of us, which is what's our game plan for 2022, I'm going to, I'm going to continue to talk about that because it'll be here before we know it. We're going to blink and we'll be doing the countdown, which is just in four short weeks anyways. So again, 
Stay encouraged, good people. You are enough and you can do this. I'll be right here with you. So until this time, next week, good people, it's always a pleasure. It's always a blast. And I love that I get to spend this time with you. Hey, let's make it a great week. And as always, let's go.